Morning, brother. How you doing? I'm very well. Very, very well. How are you? Yeah, I can't complain. It's been a good, good last couple of days. I've made a lot of progress on some projects. Um, next week should be really interesting. So one of my clients um, has got a panel discussion that they're going to be doing on social media. And nice. yeah, uh, it's going to be a really interesting time for them because these are individuals who are visible, but not very vocal. So what I'm encouraging them to do is be more vocal, have their voices heard. And they're quite nervous about it, if I'm honest. They're like, what should I say? What should I do? But um, they're going to be fine. So helping them prepare for that, which is interesting. Day job is the day job. Doesn't really change very much. Just trying to manage some very uh, difficult stakeholders as per usual. But overall, it's been a good week. How about you? Similar. Um... I'm pleased that we're starting to make quite a bit of progress with the day job in terms of a lot of the systems and structures which now need to be put in place are formalizing and are going through their pre-mortems. So the what ifs, what ifs this fails, going through <clears throat> stages of just quality assurance with people who've been there and done it. Um, so it's, it's filling me with confidence. I'm, I'm interested in your, your work with your clients because mm. as an educator, I gain a great deal of satisfaction seeing other people's growth what is it like seeing someone who is an entrepreneur who has a great skill set in a specific facet um, develop even further by becoming a more well-rounded how what is it like for you helping them on that journey um it's both frustrating and rewarding um the reason why it's frustrating is because and as an educator you're going to see this all the time where you see something in somebody that they don't necessarily see in themselves, mm, yeah. where, you, where you identify a skill set. In this instance, it's the ability to communicate verbally that needs to be shared. But on their end, there's a lot of um, hesitation because this isn't something which they're an expert in. This is actually something which they're relatively immature in and therefore don't necessarily see it as a strength and you've got the other side of it which is you, they're, they're engaging with somebody like me who loves the sound of my own voice I have a podcast I talk a lot so in some cases they're comparing their ability to communicate with my ability to communicate and what I need to try and get across on a regular basis is the way you communicate is absolutely fine for your audience because they want to see your authenticity. They want to see the real person. They don't want to see someone polished necessarily, because in some cases that doesn't seem genuine. So that is the frustrating and challenging bit. The rewarding bit is when they absolutely smash it out of the park, which has been done. So this is actually going to be one of the second experiments, uh, which we which we'll be doing on social media. And the first one went fantastic. And as is always the case, when we focus back on previous examples, we always look at the little things that we could have done better rather than how amazing we were. Um, but it's, it's amazing to see. And ultimately, my aim isn't to have these individuals rely on me. It's to have them feel comfortable with the tools that I've shared with them so that they can take it and run with it. Um, and it's not just about, okay, well, let's have a conversation online. It's about what are the logistics behind setting up a conversation online, engaging with in interesting people, setting up meetings, understand that anybody you meet on the internet is very flaky and has the potential to cancel. And how do you react to that? Do you cut them off or do you give them another chance? So it's all of those intricacies around it, which I think once you understand the nature of the beast will make you an even stronger entrepreneur, business person, um, kind of communicator in general. It's incredible. And I think for people listening, um, one of my adages as an old man is that environment is everything. Mm. And within that, it highlights models, um, mentors, coaches, find someone who is doing what you think you cannot do and work alongside them to the point where it becomes demystified because you're right it the, the ability to effectively communicate is subjective because it depends on the audience 
purely depends on the audience. And for our audience, we do hope that we are effectively communicating to you. So this is, once again, Expensive Lessons, uh, the podcast where company directors share their fruits of their labors and all the challenges that they've faced, honestly, transparently, so that you can share your own experiences, um, gather information, and just be the best version of yourself. And today we have an amazing episode, which we're not going to reveal right now, because it's something which many people are already aware of, but know nothing about at the same time. Um, but we do want to go into our news section. So um, last time, Abby introduced a new section where we're going to discuss something relevant within the world of business. And tied to today's episode, we are going to speak about a Caribbean island, which I would definitely love to visit as my wife wishes to go on a holiday, called Bequia. Am I pronouncing that correctly, Abby? I don't know. <laughs> Bequia, Bequia, Be possibly. Bequia. Um, apologies to everyone who currently resides on this island. And I take. I think there's about 20 people who live there, so we're, we're probably okay. Probably okay. And I take it back at the same time simply because they are very, very wealthy people. Um, well, the island of Bequia is the first community in the world which is solely taking payments for groceries, for properties, for all commodities in Bitcoin. Yep, we're talking about Bitcoin people. Um, a property developer going by the name of Stormzy. No, his name is Storm. <laughs> what is his name? Storm Gonsalves. Gonsalves has decided to create a tax haven. I mean, he's decided to create a luxury place <laughs> in the world where you can purchase things in Bitcoin. Um, at some point, we'll probably get into why he might do this, but I thought it would be an interesting thing to share. And if you've come across Bitcoin before, which if you haven't, where have you been? Um, this might pique your interest. And if you haven't, hopefully by the end of this episode, you'll be a little bit more informed. Now we should say, um, within this episode, as we are speaking about the world of cryptocurrencies, um, Abby and I are not financial advisors. So please, as we share our views and our guests share their view, we are only sharing our experiences and not advice for you to take per se. And let's let's just delve into this a little bit. I want to I want to get your thoughts on on this first of all. You've got a significant amount of cryptocurrency. Would yeah. you be interested? Would you do it? That pause is because I'm aware that the HMRC are listening. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would be interested. I would be interested because. There are challenges with crypto. Um, we need to get into this properly and we will uh, define some of these terms. However, with some cryptocurrencies, it is challenging to trade it back into GBP, Great British Pounds. Um, with some cryptocurrencies, the fees that you pay in trading it into your local currency um, can be painful when you think about mm. it. And thus being able to not have to trade it back into a regular currency and spend it as it is on everyday things such as groceries, utilities, even property is extremely attractive. Um, but I don't think I would. And I'll tell you why. I think this individual, Storm Gonzalez, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I just love that name. I think he's literally betting the house on cryptocurrency. His bet is that the value of cryptocurrency, Bitcoin in general, is going to skyrocket. So he's trying to accumulate as much as he possibly can. So when I read into this, I, my first thought was, okay, well, what happens if, which is what we see on a regular basis, the price of Bitcoin drops significantly? Um, and one, one of the things that they've said, or he said, is that he will, he will freeze the price to address any massive fluctuations. So, and these are not cheap properties. These are properties ranging from 700,000 pounds to 1.6 million. And he's freezing the price, but his bet is that that minor fluctuation is going to pale in comparison to the value of Bitcoin in 10, 20 years. So let me just accumulate. Let me take all of these um, well-off individuals' coin and put it in my treasure chest. I don't think he would buy a house. 
using Bitcoin? I think the people that we're referring to don't need Bitcoin. No. So as you said, that this island that we are butchering their name, which might consist of 20 people, these are holiday homes. Mm. This is not their, their sole residence. And thus, it is a way, I think, from them, for them, for I, to purchase a holiday home without having to lose the percentage in fees when converting it to um, your local currency. Yeah. But I, I think in that respect, it is potentially a win-win for the consumer, but definitely for him, if he is right, that the price of Bitcoin will incrementally rise over the next century. Mm. Yeah, it's really interesting stuff. Um, it's I, I'll keep my eye out for more... more activities like this because i think if more companies start doing this then it has a knock-on effect on the value of cryptocurrency altogether mm. but he's he's putting a very early bet on crypto and saying i'm i'm in it for the long run mm. and yeah for me i think just because i see people doing this is more reason to hold on to what you have personally but that's my view. hold the door <laughs> hold the door now only people who are into the cryptocurrency or game of thrones will get that reference and and on that note i have to introduce our guest who i'm only going to introduce by first name for the first time which states something about the topic that we're sharing um a good friend of ours an old friend of ours danny is joining us on the show today who is a creative by nature um now he would just like me to keep it as a creative but i know that that waves into the world of music, waves into the world of art and design, but he's also a keen and successful cryptocurrency investor and trader. So Dami, thank you for joining us and good morning. Good morning to you guys. How are you guys? Very well, very well. Dami, you sound very polished today. How are you? Um, I mean, I can become, I can, I can either do polished or I can do street road. Which one do you want? <laughs> pick your point. Pick your boys up. Can you, can you flip in between the two from time to time? No problem, definitely. Cool. And I, I really want to get your view on that. This, the story of the Caribbean island. Yeah. Yeah. You want me to? Uh, do you want to get it now, or do you want to ask me a few questions on it? Please, or? no, please do go for it. What, what is your view as someone who is a, a crypto trading investor yeah how appealing is this so it's funny because as you guys were i was actually hoping that um you would ask me once like you brought me in because it's a very um interesting one um in terms of what the guy from a from a i guess a crypto investor slash trader i kind of do both i've i think i've learned within this bull run right now which like for those i don't know any basically a, a bull run is basically when prices are soaring like that's pretty much it when prices are soaring that's what they call a bull run so within a bull run i've learned to become a crypto investor um so as a crypto investor right now i would say what the guy is doing it's it's for me the reason why it's tricky is because um you you wouldn't want to this market is very volatile so you know it goes up and down and right now it's a cycle it's a it's a four-year cycle in which you know um prices um skyrocket so, for example, in 2013, prices skyrocketed in 2013. Um, four months within um, 2014, um, um, 2013, they dropped. Um, then 2017 came about, which is the year everybody, pretty much almost the whole world, started finding out about Bitcoin. Or 2017, uh, millionaires were made basically um, three or four months in again. Once the price hit its peak, dropped again. So we are in that same cycle again, 2021. Um, and the him doing that i don't think it's smart personally um for the long run though if we're looking out if uh 20 years basically i see i i'm not gonna i see what he's i understand what he's doing i will say that i understand what he's doing i just personally wouldn't pick bitcoin to be the one that i invest in for that long term that's um that is what i will say but in terms of him doing it it's smart especially most importantly if he's done his research, if he's done his research, to me, the guy just, he just knows where the world is going. It's, and, and, and that's basically like, everything's going to become tech, like it's going to be like tech based. So, yeah. 
Um, so just dummy around that. So the articles promote Bitcoin, I think, because Bitcoin is the most well-known cryptocurrency. And I think if they were to use others, people probably wouldn't click on it. If you delve into the article, it says cryptocurrency equivalents and crypto in general. So if it was a different cryptocurrency, not necessarily Bitcoin, would your view be different? Indeed, yes. So if he if he chose, if he basically diversified his crypto portfolio and obviously he um, made it clear which ones it was. Everybody obviously has their own different ones, but if he made it clear which ones it was, for example, put it this way. If he, if you told me this guy said he invested in Bitcoin and Ethereum half and half, I will be, I will, I will be a lot more confident this guy knows exactly what he's doing. The fact that it was only Bitcoin, we need to understand that, you know, Bitcoin has its drawbacks. One of the main ones, which is pretty much why um, the richest guy, or, you know, if not the richest guy in the world right now, Elon Musk is, is kind of, he's basically stated that Tesla, you know, will no longer be accepting Bitcoin um, for Tesla's anymore is because of the uh, the the impact has on the environment, basically. Um, that's one of the reasons as to why it makes you think twice about Bitcoin and its longevity. Mm. We're going in heavy. I want to reel us back because yeah. I'm having a conversation <laughs> and this is the conversation that we will be having. But for our listeners, can you just first introduce yourself how, how did you get into bitcoin and my second question is no sorry how did you get into cryptocurrencies forgive me because there's a major difference um how did you get into cryptocurrencies all right so i'm gonna i'm gonna give you guys the very um short and concise version because it is quite long but the concise version is um in in i've always knew about i knew about the first time i heard about it pretty much so um was pretty much 2017 when you know people were when you were hearing when everybody was hearing about it was when i'm uh, sorry 2000 and, yeah it was 2017 when everybody was hearing about it is when i heard about it basically when it hit its peak and millionaires were made um like everybody else i just overlooked it due to the fact that what was being the reports that were coming out from the media was pretty much the same which was fake internet money um it's not, you know, it, 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 it's, it, it doesn't have um, any long-term validity and all this type of stuff. And I just believed in it because I, I was pretty much just, you know, like, like everybody else working, getting my money, you know, like the normal way in, you know, the normal um, current monetary system that we're in right now. So I didn't think of anything else outside of that, you know, once, but once I think being a, because I'm a web developer um, by trade, that's what I do. I build websites basically. Um, so once I, once I started once I heard about Ethereum, that was the first one I heard about. Now, when someone mentioned it, they said Ethereum developers, that threw me off. The, I heard, I heard that first. I first heard that term in 2000 and early 2019. I didn't get it. Someone said, "Oh, Ethereum developers, are you looking to like, you know, like become Ethereum developers as well?" I'm like, "What are you talking about? Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a front end, I'm a front end web developer. You know, I know HTML, CSS, and JavaScript, like the basic ones. I know a few others, but those are like the main ones you need to know." So when someone said that to me, I felt like I was behind. I'm like, "Wait, are you telling me that?" I am, you know, I am a old school web developer. Like I am like, I'm losing my, I'm losing my, you know, fresh new, like what? Like that's when I looked into it. And then I've, I looked into the coding of Ethereum and I just saw that, you know, Ethereum, you know, some of it, a few of it, I wasn't, I couldn't recognize, but the majority of it was JavaScript. So I'm like, I know JavaScript. That's what really led me to, to, you know what, when I get into crypto, I'm buying Ethereum. So I was headstrong on Ethereum. I'm getting to Ethereum. I'm getting to Ethereum. 2000 and end of 2019 came. One of my friends mentioned XRP. Now this is where I was. It started getting to be heavy, um, heavy thing. I'm like, what is XRP? Looked into XRP. This was end of 2019. Beginning of 2020, I decided to. Once I once you know it got a bit um, problematic in the you know the, like the whole basically the pandemic started to hit. End of February, I got let go from work. I started looking into different areas and, you know, where I can make money. Those, that as well as the traditional stocks, some traditional stocks, which I won't go into, but that was one of the areas which I bet big on, which was crypto. So March 2020 is when I basically got into the crypto market. That's how it really all started for me. Yeah. I, I cannot ignore what you shared in terms of the pandemic and the impact it had on you. Uh, there'll be many people listening who've also gone through that experience of either being furloughed or 
completely been let go because of the financial impact the pandemic had on their company. Um, for you, it's, if I can state this, it's almost been a blessing. Um, would, would you agree? How, how has it changed you, that process of being let go? That's a fantastic, that's a fantastic question, I thought, because the reason why it's fantastic is because our end of 2009, funny enough, end of, this was, so let's say September 2019, I was pretty much, the money I put in to crypto, I was pretty much going to take that as well as a little loan, like from the bank, because I have, you know, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm thankful I have amazing credit, you know, and, and people around me as well, the same. I was going to put that money into, I was, I basically got, I told you, I I'd basically got accepted um, for um, um, a mortgage, basically. So, you know, going to move, it was, it was all agreed, fantastic. They were just waiting for me to, you know, pretty much just finalize it. But offer was accepted. I was ridiculously excited. I'm like, yo, my first, you know, like my first mortgage and so forth. I know my friends are in it as well. I'm always late to parties, basically. But I'm, the reason why is because I'm a creative at heart, like truly in terms of, I don't, I don't want to get into, you know, into other areas but I'm truly creative at heart so I wanted to creatively <laughs> find a way to get a house now that just sounds crazy but that's just to me that's just how a you know a creative always kind of think I don't I don't think in traditional ways in every sense of the world and every you know every, every every walk of life so once that once that didn't go through I look I look back at that now in the 2019 I realized to myself that exact money I don't want to state the exact months I had in my savings as well as the loan is exactly what I put into crypto. And I realized as heartbroken as I was then, like it's what I've been able to, you know, acquire now made me realize to myself, it was definitely, it was, it was, it was more than a blessing. It was absolutely more than a blessing because not only did I, not, like not only have I become financially better off, but I am now walking into, I'm walking into, um, into an industry, which, which is, which, which I now know as, it's pretty much the future. Like there's no two ways around it right now. Everything needs, everything is turning tech. You know, everything is if, in terms of, uh, there's, there's just to kind of give you an example, like there's one, there's, there's a, there's a CEO of a company, which, you know, hopefully we'll go into a bit more right now called, um, Ripple basically, um, which is a company. It's not a, um, a, it's not a cryptocurrency, but it's a company called Ripple. And I think he mentioned something along the lines of, you know, why, why is it, you know, that we're able to send text messages instantaneously, you know, why is it we're able to send, you know, um, files and well, all these file sharing in the instantaneously, but the main thing that people need around the world that is common, money, it takes so long to send money, like I'm someone that sends money back home to Nigeria, and it takes ridiculous amounts, why doesn't money, why have we not found a way to make sure, you know, we're able to send money just how we send text messages and you know how we make calls instantly so this is one of the areas in which crypto people just think is just i guess a currency because of the name of it but it's actually cryptocurrencies other people call it digital assets you know because they're actually technologies that are solving problems so that's that's yeah yeah a lot's been shared there you shared your experience in early 2020 of being furloughed you shared your experience of actually not only being furloughed but losing what would have been your first property, and then deciding to invest all of that into cryptocurrency. And you've alluded to it being an, a massive blessing. Um, since then, have you worked for someone else? So I've so I've been put it this way, I've been blessed, I've been blessed enough to now I take on I take on I take on clients. I so I I, I basically I'm a freelance web developer right now. Something that I wouldn't, because even now I'm not getting enough money to say I can just work for myself. But um, I'm a freelance in terms of, for the first time in my life, I'm, I'm able to take on jobs I want to take on. And what I mean by that is right now, my clients are, though, they're Afrocentric businesses, basically. You know, they, they are, they are, they are. You don't have to be African, but I want, I want it, I want to make sure that what you're doing is going to, is, you know, adding to the conversation of, building Africa as a whole I don't want to go too much into that but I've just I've been about that for some time and I think you know I always talk to you guys you know when we when we went on um it really started when, when we were uh, um on um holiday together basically that's when my that's where my affinity for Africa just grew just it just grew exponentially I, I've, I really got into that frame of thinking that I want everything I'm doing based on that I just didn't have any I didn't have a get out you know I didn't really have a get out 
and I can't lie, not only has crypto been a financial blessing, it, it's it's allowed me to start learning about an industry for free. Like I'm 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 actually getting free education that funny enough they've now they've now um it's now been I, I, I believe it is in the US but they are now adding blockchain to university curriculums um within one I need to um I don't want to say specifically which one I, I don't want to get it wrong but I know that they now started to add blockchain into university curriculums I'm getting this as free education so not only financially you know but also in this sense and it's something I'm trying to give you know to other people like my sister like kind of let her know this is free education you need to be learning so yeah I don't like like back to your question I, I don't have anyone I'm working for right now I'm, I'm lucky enough right now to have um have clients that I'm building websites for really in my own time I think you, you've spoken really modestly and I know within the crypto world there is a rule which is you don't talk about crypto you don't disclose how much you have about crypto and you're just not boastful. It's very humble. But you've disclosed that you are now financially free, which is an incredible thing. Um, where, where do you see crypto going in the future? I mean, that's that's more of a loaded question um, mm. due to the fact that I've I I think I. As big as I've, I think I, I think as big as I've told you guys, I think it is with previous meetings we've had. Um, I do believe that I'm underestimating it. In fact, um, crypto is crypto. Put it this way: every to, to me, crypto crypto is going to engulf every other market. Just put it that way. Like I think people people just how people. Um, underestimated internet i think people thought internet was going to be another medium just like tv and radio people didn't realize that no no it's going to become internet radio internet tv like this is like where live i don't have a i don't have a tv in my room and i'm not saying for the past two years no i've not had a tv in my room for the past seven years and past nine years that two years that, that it was there for, it was it was not on it was just in my room you know now i have i have a a desktop a mac desktop i have a mac laptop i have a phone which mostly i'm more i'm, I'm actually more my phone watching stuff than these two devices basically so where crypto is it, it's like just how internet is engulfed everything i watch now is through the internet you know i watch internet tv this is what's gonna happen with crypto crypto is gonna engulf you know the like traditional stocks as well i mean if i'm if you like for people that don't know binance is a uh, is a um is a crypto exchange Dave now gave people the ability to buy Tesla stocks on the Binance exchange. Like this isn't normal and it's happened. This has happened too quick. People, I think people thought this could happen. Even for myself, again, I've, I've kind of underestimated the market, not realizing that Binance isn't even the top dog in the market. And they are now giving people the opportunity to, you know, um, um, buy trade Tesla on the crypto exchange. So that alone lets you know where indeed the market is going the market is very nascent right now and where it's going is is i don't think anyone would, i don't think any of us are kind of ready for it really but i think that's a, a great analogy um there are many things which have come about which people never thought would be here to stay but have completely dwarfed what was here beforehand um, comparing crypto to the internet and how the internet has revolutionized television and radio is interesting um abby um Dami, when I listen to you speak, sometimes your voice breaks a little bit when, and I think what's happening is that, correct me if I'm wrong, that while you're speaking, you almost can't believe what you're saying. There's an element of how did we get here into this futuristic world that I'm hearing from you? Uh, and I guess my first question is, am I right? Is that right? That, that kind of, I, that, um, interpretation of, of the way that you're speaking, that there's almost a, an element of disbelief. And the next question going on from that is that in this new world that seems to be very futuristic and some in some cases almost unattainable, is cryptocurrency something that everybody, every human being should be considering right now? Yes, yeah, so I mean, first of all, I mean, you guys know me too well. Yeah, I think when I speak and when I get passionate, 
my voice is breaking all over the place. Sounds like I'm crying. Definitely. Um, I am. I am. <laughs> I'm pretty much. I'm pretty like the passion is. I don't. It is very. It's very true. Like I think you know. End of last year, I told you guys, which was it, it sounded like landish to me, but I was telling you guys, I don't. I don't next. But by this time, um, I think I said was it March or April, which is kind of gone past now. I I, I don't. I'm I'm not going to work again. You know. Um, I plan to. I well. Don't let me say anything more than that. I I, I don't want to work again, and you know I've, I've managed to achieve that. So um, I mean, in terms of like your second question, in terms of do remind me because I, 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 I that's fine. Yeah, the, the the second question is just obviously cryptocurrency investing trading yeah. has been beneficial for you, but is this something that I should be telling my mum about? Is this something that I should be telling my friends at work about yeah so i'll say put it this way i'll definitely tell them i'll say get them ready so um because what people don't understand so even though i mentioned i think because I, I i guess i mentioned crypto as i've been mentioning cryptocurrency what i should definitely pretty much open people to which i alluded to earlier before was blockchain so blockchain is the like crypto is within you know blockchain that is like the umbrella so that's what i mean when i say you know i guess what's going to engulf every other market is actually going to be blockchain and crypto is pretty much you know like the money you could you can call it you know but there are technologies within it but yeah i would definitely say it's stuff you need to you need to because while you're not doing it i'm telling people right now institutions are so as i just told you um, you know, a university have said we are going to start teaching blockchain. So it's actually, if you know it, you have to pass on this education. You know, this education. It's not something where you can be like, oh, maybe I should wait, or whatever. My sister's a teenager right now. I've told her if you were, I'm like, if you were a boy, I'm dragging you by the collar and saying you're getting into this, whether you like it or not. I told her this, but I'm like, because you're a, you know, you're a girl, and it's just cool. You're going to be into your own stuff, but I've got her invested into it, and I've had to tell her please do your research i don't want to have to tell you what to do and sell here sell there it's like do your research because the people that get into it earlier they're the the, uh, the ones that are going to benefit the most so yeah it's 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 i will say advise them like not you know not get into and rush into and start investing but look into it and learn for the next um, run that's coming up i have a very important point Dami, about learning um and this will sound like a, a, a soundbite, but I think the whole podcast is about us learning, um, learning before we act. If, if someone did wish to learn, um, definitely learning before they act, what would you recommend that they do? Um, I, I think first just go on you listen youtube is my youtube is my best friend it's been this is why i'm pretty much an isolated person i guess you know um i learn a lot of youtube i've been saying for a long time a lot of people you don't have to you don't have to get your education by going you know like like to school you know what i'm saying like in terms of youtube is where you get free education there's other online courses you can pay for which are cheaper than you know especially if you know exactly what you want to do there's no point in going through all these you know 12 subjects and so forth you know, like YouTube is a, a great basis, you know, for you to be like, do you know what, before I invest a certain amount of money, like they're putting money on your head, you know, like when you when you end up in places like university, they're putting money on your head that you have, this is how much you're going to have to pay, you know what I'm saying, to get this education. With YouTube, you, you're like, it's a great, it's a great starting point to, for you to learn, do I want to do this? So for me, I'll say go on YouTube. The first thing you want to learn about is, to me, is a, a simple video, which um, I always um introduce people to um newcomers is from a guy called anthony pompliano um he's an investor he's mainly an investor within um new uh new digital startups um and he he's got a video called um what is bitcoin um he's pretty much uh, um i would say he's he's like a pretty much a, a master you know um, um in bitcoin and he'll be able to inform people what bitcoin is why bitcoin because that is the mother of all Ethereum is the is the one that's given birth to Ethereum to me is the, is the technology. It's what's it's what's moving like the technology forward. Bitcoin is essentially just a store of value. So I would say people go to Bitcoin, 
go on go on to YouTube, go on learn about that. That's what's going to expose you to the whole blockchain market as a whole. And then from then, you know, like go from there, really. So I am one of your clients because you mentioned earlier that I was a client. I'm sorry, you mentioned earlier that you do have clients now. I have done my due diligence. I have watched the videos. I have um, listened. I've learned about blockchain and the difference between Bitcoin and Ethereum. Um, what would I do next to be successful in this world of cryptocurrency? So when you say successful, define success. Do you mean in terms of financially or, you know, education wise? Like I said, there is a big like learning thing there. I think that's, that's a good question. And, and it shows that you're not selling dreams to the people that you're working with. Um, firstly, in terms of educational, and secondly, in terms of finances. So I would say you would want to, I guess with, it's very important to identify what each crypto is. I think that's a great, I think that's a great, you know, because people don't. Unfortunately, you know, we live in, you know, everyone everyone knows it now and they call it this, so it's not me insulting, you know, our era, but we are living in a microwave era, you know. People just want it now. It's like, I need to get the information now. I need to get this, I need to get this, you know, like this this um situation. I need, I, I need to get this relationship now. And it's because it's in our, it's, it's literally under our fingertips. Like, I can get into relationship by going into Instagram and giving, you know, eyes like to somebody in the, like in the DM. Quickest way to get a relationship nowadays very easy you know and, and obviously stunt, you know what i'm saying like make sure your profile is and you're done like you're in yeah, that's yeah, your yeah. girl now you know what i'm saying you can still claim that is my girl so this is you know what i'm saying so that's what i'm saying like we live in a microwave era this is this is where this is this is this is what people want and they want it instantly whereas for me it's like you need to know what these are because in order for you to become successful which was which is what you asked basically is you need to the only way to become successful is by okay cool what is bitcoin right and we can use the guy that you said, whatever his name is, um, the guy with a superhero name that you've named, you know, that, that, that's about to buy what he's, Storm, whatever. Storm right Gonzalez. Storm. There you go. Stormy. Stormzy. Stormzy. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's a good, that's a good. So like Stormzy right now, yeah. Um, we could use him as an example. Like he, to me, I believe that people that don't know about Bitcoin will probably just jump into it. It being the mother of all, everybody's heard of it. Let me drop my money in. If you don't know, you're going to want to make some quick money, not knowing that, I can tell you right now, Bitcoin is going to drop. You know, it's going to drop and it's going to surprise people. And if you get in late, if you get in when it's when it's almost at its top, you are going to feel the exact same pain those in 2017 have felt. It's going to be a monstrosity. Like you're going to, it's going to scare you away like it scared many people away. Like friends that I have that investment bankers, when I'm when I'm asking them, are you in it? Oh, no, 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 that stuff is not. I've, I've had friends that have lost hundreds of thousands, basically. That stuff is nonsense. These same people now are in it now. The same people that told me, I'm like, how do you don't even, how do you, surprised don't even know about this asset class. But because they didn't do their research, they just saw it as this is not, you know, this is basically not viable, whatever. So I will definitely say for you to become successful in it, monetary, you have to know this stuff. You have to know each, 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 like each and every, almost each, let's just say the top, um, the top 50. You have to know what they are. Bitcoin is essentially just a store of value. Ethereum is pretty much the one that gives birth technologies. You know, like um, um, DeFi is a massive, 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 I can't, you know, like explain it enough. Or DeFi is, which, sorry, let me just explain it as well. So it stands for decentralized finance, right? And it's a market in which the, to me, the learning curve is very steep, you know, um, very, very steep. Um, because if, when you when you look at the DeFi, you start looking into it, it would you would once you get to DeFi, you're going to want to turn the corner and then get into stuff which people don't know, like which I, I hope hopefully has become a bit more knowledgeable to people. But um, NFTs, you know, this like starts taking you to different areas. You're like, my gosh, like this space is it's almost like never ending, you know, so. In order to become financially well off from it, you have to know about them. But then when you turn into the education a bit, it's the exact same thing. You actually have to know. Like there's no other because, because 
because those that put it this way those that don't know about it are the ones that lost money and will lose money it's just that simple you know you actually have to know there's no to me there's no shortcut around it you know but there are people that let's not lie they're jumping on the safe moons the doge coins and they're getting rich and they're telling people and that's what and and, and that's also a, a thing there but i would definitely say like for you to become successful you're going to want to know about each of to me the top 50 like learn about them know what they are and then from that you will know okay cool this one is a new one it's going up um, so, Damien, let's talk about that a little bit more, just for the benefit of the people listening who may not know much about cryptocurrency. If I woke up tomorrow and said to myself, I want to make I want to make my own coin, altcoin, for instance, um, and altcoin is alternative coin. It's just something that's used to differentiate from some of the, the main coins. Um, could I do it? Could I make my own? cryptocurrency indeed indeed so you have um there's people that have pretty much done it so for, for those that are familiar with i mean those that are of our generation that are familiar with jim jones he's got his own coin he's got i believe it's called capo is a zappo coin something like, of that nature but um yeah it's not it's not it's it's not hard i'll I definitely say you need to have some if you want to create it solely yourself you definitely need to have some development you know experience you know like like abby like you've got some you know what i'm saying so that's where you will start people that don't yeah you probably want to want to draft somebody in that has that type of like technical ability to be able to you know help you towards it but it's not it's not actually difficult you got you got kids that are doing it right now like what who do you think is creating these safe moons and these there's there's a new coin right now called coochie coin i'm not i'm not like i'm not playing like it's called coochie and it's this is this like these are pretty much college students doing this stuff so yeah, it's not it's it's not hard. It's not hard at all, you know. So you could just start like that. And that's one big distinction between your digital assets and what we refer to as fiat, which is if I wanted to make a competitor to the pound sterling, oh, they would get me out of here immediately. It's yeah, it's not possible. Um, so which which makes it even more important, as you say, for us to do our research because. If you do have college students who are making these coins as a as a school project or as a bit of a joke, um, then invested in them would be a lot more risky than uh, products that have utility. And that leads me on to my next question, which is: You've spoken a lot about the importance of utility when we're when we're referring to cryptocurrency. Could you tell us a little bit more about what you mean by utility and why it's important? No, no, fantastic, fantastic question. Um, utility is pretty much, um, in layman's terms, coins that have a use case, like coins that are people are using right now in like real in the real world. You know, so those that are solving real world issues. Um, there are, there are. This is, this is, this is what different. This is what, this is what many people right now that 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 i guess i don't want to say they are pretty much looking they see bitcoin as as um old school technology now this sounds crazy you know for those that are that are getting into the market they're like bitcoin is i just heard about bitcoin just yesterday you know but those that have been in the market will tell you that bitcoin operates on it's a protocol called proof of work i don't want to get too much into it but it's pretty much it's an old school style right now and there are new ways um, new methods being adopted right now that's allowing you know um, for this to happen so um i would say sorry guys give me two seconds let me just give me give me two seconds guys yeah just speak about yourselves sorry about this no problem what are you thinking i love you i think we're, we're listening to the the world of someone who doesn't work and is currently checking whether their figures have gone up or not. Um, <laughs> the world of crypto is unwielding. Mm. It, it is really unwielding. And it's it's something which, and please, Adami is stressing that you have to educate yourself on because it's moving so quick. And his last point about Bitcoin potentially being old school would is a, is a prime example of how quickly it's moving. Mm. Um, because people think, sorry, people will think that Bitcoin 
Bitcoin is the only cryptocurrency or is cryptocurrency when it's not. And your point about utility is a really important one because I think many people who are finding success right now are finding success because they are buying into coins which have potential proof of concept just mm. before the proof of concept is realized, mm. just before everyone else capitalizes on it. And they're in early enough to really take advantage. And it's and funny you said that. No, it's 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 funny you said that, uh, Mafalaba. You said you know people think Bitcoin is cryptocurrency. You know, I've I've done video interviews basically. That's just stuff I do in my spare time, just asking people you know on the street if they know about cryptocurrency. And yeah, they said Bitcoin. That's 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 kind of what they said basically. So you know, like looking into Bitcoin is one that I will say. Um, going back to um, Abby's question is doesn't have utility. It's pretty much just a store of value. You know, now the ones that do have utility, such as your, you know, XRPs, you know, Ethereum's, they're very important. Once you've looked into it, it makes it easier for you to be like, I'm comfortable to invest in this long term. This is exactly what I told you about, you know, um, Stormzy, you know, had he, to me, had he invested in Bitcoin. That's very, very true, actually. I mean, let me let me stick it to just Gonzalez. Speedy Gonzalez, basically, right? That could you know, adopted Bitcoin so quickly. Um, here, if you had divided it into Ethereum and Bitcoin, do you see as to why I said, yes, I would be a lot more, you know, it would make more sense to me because Ethereum is one that is pretty much, it's, to me, it's going to become top dog. You know, um, I, I definitely believe Ethereum is going to flip Bitcoin, you know, um, in some years, but that's because of that's because of its its utility. You know, it's solving problems right now. XRP is the one I've always mentioned to you guys, which is the one that I I'm more is like I'm um, uh, um I've I've my research into XRP is a lot more than the others. Pretty much that's probably why my conviction in it is you know so much more you know like prominent is is, is because I, I as I said I've I've been trying to not even trying to ascend money overseas and i realized how long it takes you know for it to arrive and you know um the transaction fees i'm having to pay you know um per thousand pound is absolutely ridiculous whereas with xrp it's we're talking about pennies here now when you look at that when you start to use that you um use that metric along the lines of bigger companies so we are individuals right and we're trying to send stuff overseas i'm sending a thousand pounds i'm getting you know um um, 10% transaction fee. Now, when you look at um, like an Apple, for example, let's say Apple are trying to, um, they're trying to acquire a, I don't know, a Chinese company, right? And they have to spend billions because this company is, you know, a big company's um, um, amazing promise, whatever. Apple tried to purchase them right now. When they try to purchase them with, let's say, 2 billion, whatever, that transaction fee is still there. If they're using um, a SWIFT system and a SWIFT system is what all you know like Western Union MoneyGram that's what they use basically to send money and, and transfer money is using a SWIFT system if Apple used the normal thing they're going to have to pay what is that millions in transaction fees whereas with XRP using XRP Ledger which is pretty much a, a, um, a SWIFT 2.0 let's call it right it's the future right now it doesn't matter how much you send using, you know, the XRP ledger, it will be pennies. Now, someone tell me what company doesn't want to, you know, save just a thousand, just hundred thousands. The hundred thousand is what you pay managing directors. Now, you'd be saving millions. Like they are going to move from the SWIFT system and go to XRP because why? XRP's utility is through the roof. It's just not being realized yet. Now, once the 99% of the um, the rest of the world now focus on it and realize that it's going to change everything. Everything. Now, I imagine when our listeners become financially free, they might spend their afternoons also interviewing people in West End, just asking them random questions. Um, but we, we will we'll look forward to that point. <laughs> sometimes, I, I, sometimes I, if I had the time, I would like to do some research into the biggest stakeholders into floppy disks to find out what they tried to do when the USB came about. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, I, and I mentioned that because 
I imagine with a disruptor such as cryptocurrency, a disruptor such as XRP, there must be major players who are like, I don't want this to fly. <laughs> because if this flies, this ends our meal ticket. Or I'm going to buy into this now to absorb it into what we currently have. Why might some organizations, in your opinion, really be against cryptocurrency? I mention that because a lot of people who do know of it have heard a lot of negative press about it. About it. To me, it's quite, it's quite straightforward. And the problem with the answer I'm going to give as well is it's going to come across quite, you know, um, conspiratorial to you know an extent you know I, I've I've literally had people you know listen I was I was the at one point when I was coming up when I'm coming up these explanations and uh, you know with people you know like even like like even my own parents you know they would still like this guy's oh my days it's he's become a conspiracy theorist this is real I'm like no 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 I am doing research there's a difference like I told listen look, there's one thing I told them just like before I go straight into your and answer your um question head on is you know i tried to explain to them that we you know we've been we've been um i guess we've adopted the whole the whole western system in terms of for example we went to university when we were you know obviously we would have like we basically have a thesis but and, and so forth they'll tell us do your research and so forth and what they always told us was you need to provide you need to cite four sources of information right before you come to a conclusion and um, submit your work right four sources like the minimum basically now when I was trying to tell my parents and other people as well which is I did the exact same thing when I was hearing news articles on the news I realized to myself that this isn't enough for me just to take in and this is for everything across the board that happened in in um, 2020 you know from the riots to you know like um, the pandemic to um, the financial market and so forth I had to I had to take extra set of notes and that's me just okay watch the news they're giving me information now look into you know internet you know um, sources and also talk to people just on the street ask that so I'm I'm citing different sources of information they told me to do this within their own you know um, academic institutions they told us to do this but once I then come out and I'm like, okay, I don't want to just listen to the news. I want to hear other people. I want to look at other sources of information. Oh, no, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Listen to us here. We're telling you this is it and this is what it is. But when we were teaching you, though, we told you to go and cite full source of information. That's fine. You can do it then. But when it's real life times, don't do it. Just listen to us. That's not how, you know, I had to, I just didn't want to operate that way. I'm like, I have to, you know, look into other information. So, you know, it's, 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 it's I just think it's, I, to me personally, I think it's vital and important that, you know, we, we, we don't, like, we just don't get lost in all that's been told to us. I mean, look at other areas, basically. This is what's going to allow us to, you know, um, to basically make, make well-balanced decisions as opposed to just really just getting just, you know, just laser focus on something that that's not the way forward, basically, you know, and the way forward to me is pretty much, is pretty much what is happening right now, where it's going. And they probably, I mean, they're not going to, that's the problem afterwards. I just don't believe they, they kind of want you to know, you know, because it ben it benefits them. This, let's be honest, this monetary, this current monetary system, it benefits those that are in power right now. You know, let's just be honest with ourselves you know that's why they don't want you to know about crypto or know about blockchain because it's decentralized i'll tell you that that's the main thing it's decentralized you know things right now like banks right now are centralized you know the ones those that hold the power they it's 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 all under one roof and due to that they're able to control you know what's going on whereas in a decentralized um in a decentralized environment it becomes almost impossible for you to be able to, you know, to, you know, to, to, to essentially control people, you know, and that's why I will say, you know, bigger firms, they don't want it to, they don't want crypto to go where it's going because it's just, it's just naturally disrupting them. You know, um, that's why the JP Morgan's are trying to invest in it as well. So, or they are actually investing into crypto. So yeah, that's pretty much it really, I would say. Well, I mean, just, just to echo some of what you said and to, to back up with, some of the information I know, um, 
the London Stock Exchange, the stock market in general, capitalism in general, is heavily reliant on one very philosophical concept, which is confidence. We've probably heard about confidence indexes, consumer confidence, et cetera, et cetera. And that is all perception. So if the market is perceived to be doing well, it tends to perform better. Um, So that is something which we all are aware of. So if, for instance, something can impact the confidence we have in the stock market, uh, the the perception that we have of the stock market, and that would be absolutely detrimental to the stock market. And are there people who would have a vested interest in making sure that confidence in the traditional stock market stays high? Absolutely. And to your point, I think this is now going to be a source of people's um, research, one of their four sources. Um, Using the tried and tested sources is always very important and also gathering primary intelligence. I think so important to work with people who are actually doing it to gain some understanding into what their experiences look like. Now with that, my last question before I shut up is just going to be, where do you think we are in the life cycle of cryptocurrency, the overall life cycle? So for instance, um, you know, you, you have some businesses that are very early, they're startups and, you know, they're, not very well known. Um, and then you've got businesses which are emergent who've been around for a while, but you know that their use case hasn't fully been experienced. Then you've got some businesses that have been here for a very long time. The Coca-Colas, the Microsofts, who are just cemented. And, you know, I, I, I'd i be surprised if their revenues fluctuate significantly from uh, from from year to year. They're just an established business that is is doing very well. For cryptocurrency, considering how many users it has and how many users it could have in the future, where do you think we are for cryptocurrency? So it's pretty. I think it's it's in the um, in the crypto sphere. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's pretty much a known thing that um, under one percent of people are in crypto. Now. You could say around 10% of the world, if not more, maybe 20% know about crypto, but under 1% are actually in crypto. So when you ask me where we are in terms of the life cycle of it, I don't think, put it this way, I don't think we're, crypto is not out of the womb yet. You know, it's pretty much just kicking, whatever. It's very volatile, you know, just how a a baby is basically um very volatile right now and it's not it's it doesn't understand its environment this is why it's acting crazy you know it doesn't understand how you know because like people like as of now you know you got children jumping in making meme coins so crypto is just trying to find itself basically and we are we are pretty much at the very 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 beginning you know it's gonna it's gonna take on a life of its own and once it's once it's i believe once that's realized those that were in those that were in it in around these times, I would say, are the ones that are going to just be looking back and just thinking like, I never I never thought the little amount of money I put in would get to this sort of, it just wouldn't make sense to you. That's how I, that's how early I think we are in the life cycle. I think in terms of, it's going to take another 10 years for me until maybe we're, we're, we're 50, 60% of you know the world's population will be in crypto so not even all of it i just believe in the next 10 years yeah 50 60 percent of it of the world's population will be in crypto now you know when you um aggregate that to the amount of people that have become millionaires in it with under one percent you realize where they're going to be like they're going to be so they're going to be a record amount of a record amount of trillionaires in 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 some in some time that like it would just not make sense it would not make sense the amount of trillionaires that there will be around by then and hopefully we're you know three of them <laughs> why not why not us we often think about the titles of the podcasts um we think about everything i think each title 
of each episode is really important. Um, but crypto still being in the womb is potentially a contender. Mm. My, my final question to you, Abby, and, and so Danny, sorry, and thank you again for your time, um, because we know how precious your time is with all the work you have to do. Not. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what would you say your most expensive lesson has been? And, and whilst I'm giving you time to think about that, we, we ask that to everyone because that is the core premise of this podcast. It, it started through Abby and I reflecting on our most, our biggest expensive lessons. And it's something which we want to continually share because in the pursuit of sharing our expensive lessons, we, we get to a higher standard of understanding. It might help some people not to make those lessons and some people to start at a, a, a point further than they would do. So for you, what would you say your, your most expensive lesson has been and why? You know what? Yeah, I think my... I, I should have actually been ready for this question, funny enough, because the name of it is just it's ridiculous. I should have been ready for this. Um, but looking at my... I think my most expensive lesson is not... I think my most expensive lesson, I would say, is not being exposed to not being exposed to the world of investing earlier. Um, when I look back now, I tell I tell many people that had, you guys know me very well, I'm someone that I'm, I save, me and Abby, I think we're quite, you know, um, similar in that, you know, we're very prudent. I'm, I'm I, I, as much as I like to, you know, I'm, I'm someone, I'm, listen, I'm a creative, so I love to have fun in life. But while I'm in that fun, I, I spend almost, I spend peanuts in that fun. It doesn't make sense, basically. Um, so, but had someone told me back then when, you know, when I was a teenager and I had, I had money just sitting in the, just sitting, I, I don't want to say much, but I had money sitting in the bank as a teenager, like money. And if someone told me, yo, you want to invest in Amazon or Apple, that I would have jumped to the chance because I've wanted to invest, but the barriers to entry to me just felt like it was, it was almost impossible. You were the guys are the ones that really mentioned like an IG trading and said, oh, you know, someone put you on. That's when I was able to. That's when I realized myself. Right, this is what this is a this is a downloading of an app away to get into investing. I've been always wanted to do this, so that's the most expensive lesson I would say is you know not being exposed you know to trading um, to um, investing because had I my money would have been tucked away time ago like and it would have accrued ridiculously because I love seeing that I love just opening and seeing a one one penny you know what I'm saying like uh, increase in a day. I'm like, oh, my days, 100 pounds to 100 penny. I did nothing. I love that feeling. So that's one of my expensive lessons, definitely, is, is, is that, man. Thank you, Dami. Um, again, well, whilst we are not financial advisors, um, one of our episodes is titled Do It Now. And it comes from a belief that you need to jump into the pool so that you can learn to swim in the deep end. Deep. And we're not saying that you should jump into a cryptocurrency. But we have to start taking chances by learning, by seeking out knowledge, and by betting on ourselves. Um, Dami, normally we actually ask people to share um, their socials, et cetera, et cetera. But I might ask you to sh share not your personal, because it is cryptocurrency rules that we don't talk about crypto. Um, mm. First rule of crypto, don't talk about crypto. Uh, but mm. I might ask you to share some of your creative endeavors you mentioned that you're really interested in investing into Afrocentric movements. And you were saying this long before the Black Lives Matter uh, movement really got into the public eye. So it's something I know that you're very passionate about. Um, where can people find some of your work? Um, I think the most, I think the most, um, I think the, the one that exposed me the most, I would say is, which people know the most as well is, pretty much um my own which is uh grittins.com um that's www.grittins.com g-r-i-t-i-n-z.com so that's where you know it's like a platform i built it's something I'm, I'm passionate about it's just to it's pretty much a platform that you know um it promotes not just afro ideas and 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 you know and vibrancy but also the language as well so that's where you can find some of my work and the rest of other work that I'm doing for clients, which I can't disclose now because it's pretty much, you know, um, disclose, you know, I can't disclose right now, but they are, they're pretty much coming out by hopefully by the end of this year, still working on them. But I will say grittins.com for now is where you can go. And then like in future, 
kind of find out more about what I do. Danny, thank you. Um, I'm currently looking at a book titled Saw in my library. And one of the key premises of that book is seeking financial freedom so you can do what you are called to do. And you are doing what you enjoy the most because you have reached that financial freedom, which is a call to action for everyone listening to identify one. What would you do if you didn't have to work for money? Two, what can you invest in, i.e. first yourself, to help you get closer to that point? So Danny, thank you ever so much for actually thank joining you, us guys. today. Um, yeah, and I'll, I'll hand over to Abby to, to close off. Well, I think I'm not going to say much that because I, I think this is a conversation which is growing and evolving. And I think Danny would agree, we've only really scratched the surface of the discussion around cryptocurrency. So I'll leave it with a challenge, which is go and do some research, whether it's looking at the Binance app, whether it's looking at Coinbase, whether it's looking at uh, Anthony Pompino, um, whether it's just typing in cryptocurrency into YouTube or Google and learning a little bit more about it than you already do. If you're already involved in cryptocurrency, if you've already got some digital assets, then start a regular forum with friends so that you can share that in, in information. Um, if you've already if you're already in one of those forums, then set up a meeting, have a call. Um, the, the point that I'm making is that this is something uh, that that benefits you based on how much effort you put into it. So I hope that this is some encouragement to anybody listening that by increasing the amount of effort that you put in, even if it's incremental, the returns will also increase. So from my perspective, I've taken some notes. I'm going to go ahead and do some research. I really hope that this has gassed some people up to go and move over to that next step, whatever step you're in. Try and take it a little bit further. And if investing in cryptocurrency is a bit risky for you, if it doesn't sound like your forte, then consider other ways of making your money work for you because there are so many different ways of making your money grow. So that's it for me. This has been another episode of Expensive Lessons where company directors share with you the lessons that they've learned through their journey as entrepreneurs, businessmen and fathers and parents and all of the other stuff. And we just hope that you've gained some insights some knowledge and will be joining us next time for another lesson. Take care. Thank you all. God bless.